If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Welcome to Vulnerable. I have a trigger warning for this episode based on who our guest is. Trisha Paytas is an OG YouTuber, 16 years she's been a content creator. And with 16 years, you're gonna run into some controversy. She's run into it several times. Um, and I only knew Trisha from her TikTok account after she became a mom. Um, she got married, became a mom during 2020. And I was just taken with her and I thought she was a lot of fun. And then I started to find out more and more about um, her road to where she's come from. And I just, uh, I hope that those who are listening and watching will give us a chance to just connect as two moms um, who've lived a very long life. And uh, I hope you enjoy this episode of Vulnerable. Hey Pete, you're in the house. Yay! I legitimately think you are the best <laughs> KP cosplay <gasps> I've ever seen. Wow. No, that's like no bullshit. Like you could literally strap me up to a, li a lie detector test and I would say that you are probably the most beautiful KP that I've ever seen cosplaying. You are, you look yeah. great. I Thank was you, so Trisha. nervous. I was so nervous. Cause you know, to cosplay in front of someone like that is their character. It's really, scary. you were nervous? Yeah, I get nervous cause I love to cosplay in my home, but I, when I wear it out, I'm always like, especially to the person, I'm like, are they gonna think it's like weird? Or are they gonna be like, that's cute, you know? Ooh, your know. makeup is impeccable. I think yeah. your lip, it looks still so beautiful. Yeah, and I ate some chips on the way uh, here. Girl, I just <laughs> ate. <laughs> I was just shoving yogurt in my face to not talk to you before our interview. Cause what ends up happening is that like, I'll sit down, we'll wait for cameras to roll mm -hmm. and then we'll just like chill talk. And I'm like, wait, these are all really, really good points. Yeah. We were just talking about how I'm about to go to VidCon. Yeah. Trisha is an OG, I mean like OG, 16 years. Yeah content creator and I it's like do you identify as a youtuber or like a, you're not a tiktoker you're everything yeah I always just say youtuber but like is youtube even a thing anymore? I don't know I just love right. youtube like it definitely is like sinking at the moment but I'm staying on like I post every day you know I'm like <laughs> I'm hoping it comes back up like you know Smosh just got acquired again so I'm like maybe it's coming back around 2005 so yeah. well okay so let's yeah. start from the beginning then because I'm not OG youtube I'm like I'm like you're the, you're before my time, of course. I'm before your time with Disney, but you're before my time in new media. So, like, what was that like in general when you decided? Like, did you love performing, and then you were like, I just want to start doing having fun? Yeah, I always wanted to be. Well, you're not. I feel like we're like the same age because you were definitely. I feel like we were like the same age, and maybe like your shows were meant for like younger kids. But I was watching them as like a 15 year old. No, that happened. Yeah, I'm, I'm 39. Okay, I'm 35, so we're yeah, like Yeah, you know, close. you're the perfect age. Okay, I didn't know. I was like, maybe I'm too old to be no, watching No, you were this. not. But I watched all of them, because you guys were like the golden era. Like, I watched yeah. Disney Channel when it was like so weird and stuff, but then when like, you guys came around, like Hillary Duff and Raven, yeah, and me, like, yeah. I, you guys were like that girl. So then, so anyways, <laughs> the whole point of all that was like, I always wanted to like act and sing, although oh. I've never taken acting classes or singing lessons or been on anything. But I thought YouTube might be the way to go when I was like really young, because on MySpace, I started when I was like 18. Mm -hmm. I wanted to post videos. So I loved like Quentin Tarantino. So I was like posting a ton of like audition tapes for Quentin Tarantino, like, yeah. like scenes from his movie, hoping he'd see it. Yeah. And I did get to meet him like three months after posting on YouTube. So I was like, well, maybe this works, you know? So I just kept doing it and I got calls for TV shows. And You're an expert yeah. manifester. 
Yeah, right before. I, I feel like that yeah, because I think that, maybe. well, only because I think that like creators have to have this like knack for creation. Mm-hmm. I mean, that seems silly, but you have to be able to have a vision and then you have to execute upon that vision. You have to get people to like come and help you make that vision. And then, then eventually you have to monetize that vision, right? which is no small feat over time. Yeah. Right. So I, I just think that it's, 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 it takes a lot of, a lot of support. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, I think at the beginning, it was like, it wasn't even about, there was no money, you know, yeah. no, there was no partnership. So I was like 18, this was like 2006. And so there was like no money, but it was notoriety, right? Like I got to go on all these TV shows just from YouTube. So I didn't have an agent. I've never had an agent or manager, but I get opportunities from it, you know? So I thought yeah. that was a cool way to go. Nowadays, it's so cool because everyone can do it. Oh, yeah. I feel like with your like stat, like, you know, when you're on TV, it's different. Mm-hmm. It's like unattainable. Like not everyone can be on TV, but everyone can be on TikTok. So, yeah. which I think it's interesting though, seeing like mainstream, like people go on social media. I think it's cool because like social media is blowing up but I'm always the opposite like I think podcasts get more views you make more money but I'm like I still want to be on like TV I want to be like Wendy Williams or something even though it's like probably a pay cut or something I think you'd be great like Wendy Williams type (laughs) I mean because Wendy Williams was super strong and a lot of people were like you either loved her or you hated her and like Trisha's got a lot of (laughs) flack and like I want to be very clear on the fact that because I was I am 39 and I didn't watch YouTube because um, I probably would have hopped on it way sooner. Really? Yeah, because, I mean, like, I still have under a million. I'm, like, 410,000 last time I looked on, on YouTube. I've got my plaque. I'm just now getting invited to VidCon. That's crazy. That, and, and, and yet, because I have the privilege yeah. of having done traditional Hollywood back in the day, not even recently, it's like I get so much more um, sponsored dollars, probably, more than people who have been at it longer yeah. and deserve it just as much. And it's kind of like... Um, I, I, that privilege is, I, I, I recognize that yeah. privilege. And so right. to honor folks that have come before, it's like I, I work just as hard or I try to collab with folks that maybe aren't even in my my exact like, oh, they're a nostalgic millennial creator. I want to, you know. Yeah, so many of us out there that just love Disney Channel stars. So seeing you <laughs> all on social media, we're like, oh, it's like the That's moment. Good. Yeah, like, You guys are so fucking nice to us. Because <laughs> you guys are like, no, but really you're like, on this other level. Like, I feel like people with TikTok, even like Charlie Demille, all those people have like 100 millions. It's just like not the same, I feel, for that generation because it's just unattainable, right? You run this yeah. show that was so big. Honestly, that shit doesn't even exist anymore. Right. <laughs> Disney Channel um, does not exist anymore. Wait, really? They don't make shows? So basically, I think it's more called Disney Branded Partners. Um, and so Disney Channel, especially like the what we had and the cohesiveness of that, like you turn it on when you're at school, or yeah. you, know, you came home from school and you want to watch it doesn't exist anymore oh I didn't know because it's streaming right streaming is like what it is and like I think because streaming doesn't have you know this show and then a cartoon or sorry a a commercial and then the next show yeah and you're like literally sitting there for like four or five hours and engagement right like so you're like engaging with that Disney Channel star Kids don't have that uh, bandwidth anymore. No, right. Sitting and watching that stuff. Yeah, so it's just such a different celebrity. It's almost just like everyone's kind of has their moment because there's so many influencers and there's so many things, which again is good because like I always wanted to be like a TV star, you know, but. Well, also visibility wise, like, and what I love about you and your brand is that you do a lot of different things. You have as much fun. You make as many crazy choices as you want and you're not going to let anyone like come against you with that. You keep going. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the only choice because I don't know what else I would do. Like, I literally would just be like, this <laughs> like, is it. I've got a child. <laughs> right. And that, that does, okay, we need to talk uh, about yeah. this. Because I'll say that, yeah, like, when you when you have a child, the hustle becomes a whole different kind of hustle. Yes. <laughs> so, so can true. you please talk about it? Oh, or, yeah. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, of okay, course. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I even wore this. It says, I love, love your mother. 
I love I love that you talk about your kids and I love that you talk about parenting. I love that you're like away from Hollywood but like still in it, but also doing yes. like both things. Well, you yeah. you too. It's yeah. like you don't live like down the street. No, right? I live pretty far. I live yeah. a couple hours away, and Good. I love it. I love being like it's so weird to have to like find parking. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I'm so used to just like just walking and getting parking lots. Um, yeah. But yeah, it is crazy. Once once I had her, I thought I would kind of like slow down and maybe pause like for a minute. But it's actually like the opposite. I'm like, okay, what's the next thing I can do? What's the next thing I do? And the nice thing is, is we can do a lot of stuff from our house. We kind of have like a production thing. So like right. I kind of do a lot from our house, which is like really nice. Which is the best thing about social media. Because I think, okay, if I wanted to be like a talk show and I have to go in every single day and yes. get notes and stuff, I don't know. I'd rather just do it like, you know, eight o'clock when she's sleeping or something. For real. <laughs> yeah. It's, it is so like when people talk to me about like, oh yeah, you know, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm going to, we don't know if we got the green light and we know we're waiting for funding or, um, you know, I'm, I'm not sure I can say that because I have an NDA or, you yeah. know, I can't, um, like things like, uh, oh, I have to go, I have to go and I have to fly and I have to be in this location and I have to live there for months at a time. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, uh, <laughs> I do my own stuff. Like, there are so many things that I just don't want to have to do. Right, yeah. To have to, like, have that schedule and stuff. You could just have it flexible. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's like, I don't need to have to be in a show to still exist on, right. on, on online and on media. I love yeah. it. Do, would you ever want to do a show again? Like, if you, like, could or would you? Honestly, if you were to ask me right now, I don't need anything wow. but what I'm doing right now. Wow. I love I love Podco. I love... The, like all of the people that I'm meeting. Yeah. So what we have is what is known as a parasocial relationship. Yes, totally. <laughs> totally, a thousand percent. Like I know you, I know everything about you, I know your songs. Oh, good. <laughs> and that's the thing is like, I know Trisha and I've commented on her stuff and I fell in love with her mostly on TikTok. Um, and I was just like, I was like, wait, what? what's the deal? She's so funny and she's so cute. She's so cool and she's so interesting. And you know, it's like, one of the one of the downsides about being online, I'm sure, and and then when you become a mom, I'm curious about how you're seeing and feeling about. If you don't mind, yeah, you don't have to answer this, but like, like it's one thing for you to like insult me or like the work I've done or me leaning into nostalgia, but it's another thing that if you bring my kids into it, like I'm gonna we're gonna I'm gonna throw hands, yeah, and it's I'm a gonna whole thing. find your profile. <laughs> I'm not just gonna block it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. 
Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Dude, I, I found him. I did a whole documentary on Reddit. I had a horrible snark Reddit that was like posting pictures of her, her Uh-oh. doctor, like all this stuff like that. Like just making fun of her, like showing where her future schools would this be. fucker. Yeah. So I did a whole documentary. I had a whole crew come out. It was like a month process. And I did this whole documentary. I like f- hired a private investigator. Like, so like you did everybody. a troll hunter. Yeah. Like, oh, a thousand percent. I, a thousand percent. And ultimately, I don't even know if it'll come out because it worked. Now all my snark writers are taken down. The minute one is created, it gets taken down within 20 minutes. They're like, yeah, we don't fuck with your show. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What, I, oh, we, I called Reddit. I emailed, I went on this like website to get everybody who worked at like Reddit. I like said, this is happening to like a minor, like all this stuff like that. So I'm very much that. I like spent probably a month of my time and like hundreds of thousands of dollars to like track all these people down and stuff because I was like that is like I literally don't care about me but you're like posting like her school or like Yo, where she goes and I'm just like, like what doctor she's at I was ha- like and how does your husband deal with all that like how did he react he's he's like he handled things a lot more like calmly but we didn't know we had to do something because it was kind of like okay this is just the internet it's just getting the internet. worse yeah but when it's yeah and when it's like your child and stuff like that so yeah. I I don't I post her on TikTok and Instagram I don't really like vlog like I don't like do daily vlogs with her or anything I, like I, that I don't yeah. feel that and honestly it's it's like so I obviously do you post her your kids okay so I yeah. yeah I will and then and then and this is great I'm so glad we're talking yeah. about this so occasionally I will get um told by whoever's closed a deal for me that like hey just so you know like it's an American girl doll deal and they would really love it if the girls were a part of this it's the doll this is the perfect example so uh, it was a throwback 90s doll that just mm-hmm. came out and it was absolutely adorable. And my girls actually really do love the dolls. Mm-hmm. So they sent us everything from the line and I, was, I always feel so like special when they send like a full line or yeah. free, a lot of free stuff. I'm like, that doesn't happen that much to me. Really? I'm not, well, because I'm not in the beauty space and the fashion space right. and I don't do enough of that. I probably should so I can get more free yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I never get free Teach stuff either. No? no, I get nothing for That's free. That's ridiculous. Nothing. You deserve all the boxes <laughs> no. of shit. Um, I just, I just literally just shop way too much from Amazon. And so that's yeah. why I have boxes. Same. <laughs> but they'll, they'll send, they sent the whole line. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so awesome. But, but here was the thing. First of all, like I'm very tempted to like take a, a, a portion of whatever, if they're happening to be a part of the deal and be like, we're putting this away for them. Mm-hmm. Like this is put away for them just as so like, they can't be compensated now, but like if we can save it for them and put in a savings account or something, that might make sense. Right. This is just a theory. But then the other part of that is if it is going to disturb her day or like take away from her day and she doesn't want to do it or it's not fun, she doesn't like the dolls, like we're not doing it. And even if we are doing it, we're doing it fast. We're doing it fun. She won't even know that we're like doing it kind of thing, you know? Just as if she was naturally playing with them. Totally. And like there was a couple things I was like, hey, can you say this or whatever, you know? And she totally got into it. Really? And then I was terrified. She's like going to be in your footsteps. She's going to be like a child star. (laughs) I was like, oh no, 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 you said that way too well. And then you know what she asked me the other day? She's like, hey mama, I really want to make a toy like, um, like LOL doll, uh, like whatever thing, where I'm playing with the dolls and opening, I want to open up an egg or Oh something. my gosh. And I was like, oh, God damn it. Wow, are you going to let her? Are you like going Girl, to? I don't know. Yeah. I, 
always I wonder with people like you that were in the entertainment industry young, I always ask people this because I always wanted to be a child actor. Okay. And my daughter too, we're like, well, you know, we've gotten- She's so cute. Yeah, people were like, she, they wanted her in this commercial and we were like kind of debating on it. And we're like, well, we probably should. And we ended up doing it. And okay. she like loved it. I mean, she's literally nine months old and she's like smiling <laughs> and loving it. But I'm like, I wonder, you know, people always say they get messed up and stuff. Would you let your children be actors? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So everybody that asked me that question, I always say, I want them to have an appreciation for the arts first. Mm-hmm. There's a big difference between like loving the art form of it and then monetizing it. Um, so I do think that there is a difference. And if you really want to know that, that 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 is what makes the difference is that if they're just playing and having fun and using their imagination and honing their craft over time, as long as it's not too competitive too soon, yeah. so that they can actually grow into the idea of it being a discipline for them, mm-hmm. then like, yeah, that's like very holistic and like cool. Yeah. But when things are, um, dare I say it, perverted, like really like kind of like that's too soon, that's too fast. Like Dakota Fanning doing like an RAPE scene. I, I spell things because that's, yeah. when they get <laughs> yeah. older, you will start to. <laughs> How old was she? She was like, I don't know, like 10. <gasps> I don't even think they're like, like allowed. I didn't know they were allowed to do that. It was quote unquote scandalous, but in a way that was promoting the fucking movie. Yeah. Like I remember it coming out in like the early 2000s or something like that. And it was like, it was like a means to, to like, it wasn't like, let's condemn the filmmakers and like, was, and what are, what were the, measures they took to whatever. Look, there's just not enough infrastructure. I've met, I've told this before and I'm a broken record on it. So I just think that like, if you can be that infrastructure for that, for Mm -hmm. your child, then great, you're going to be fine. I mean, there's, if there's somebody that knows red flags, it's you. Right. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. Yeah. In the industry. Yeah. I mean, that I don't know, like with TV shows, when I hear these stories, like Corey Feldman's very outspoken about this stuff. Like, you know, when I watch, hear these things, I'm like, whoa, like that's so crazy. Like, how would they not know? How would parents, because parents will say, I didn't know. And I'm like, do you actually not know? Because I don't know. I was never on sets. I don't know how this works. Like, yeah. Are you left alone by yourself as Just a child? because a person is on a set, it doesn't mean them mean that they're like, like better of a person. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's the thing. It's like, okay, like we walk out through the door and we're still people. Yeah. And you're still a predator, potentially. Yeah. I think like once you become that parent, you're like, I think I will always say to myself, there are so many people out there that could potentially be something that could be a danger. Yeah. And so I just always, I don't trust nobody. Yeah, that's the way to go. Same. <laughs> I don't trust nobody. I don't either. Yeah. Oh, I can only imagine. I'm so sorry yeah. that you had to go through that mother to mother. Yeah. Um, you know, you are a person and that's that's not, you shouldn't have to deal with that. It is awful. It is awful just by association. Like she gets all this hate. But at the same time, it's like, I love to post her like on Instagram. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to not share her. You also you have know? a lot of people who love you very much right yeah and like, I feel like it yeah and like I saw this really beautiful video of you um and you were on tour you posted it and you're oh, like yeah. I miss being on tour yeah it was like reminds me I'm like oh man because you know since lockdown I had lockdown I got married then I got pregnant so I've been like in my yeah house I've actually years. witnessed this yeah and I was like <laughs> is her life moving really fast it's or so has bad. it just been a long time it's crazy and I haven't like left my house so all this has been like in our house we dated in my house or everything so it's That's been crazy. it's been years so I just forget that I'm like you know can do stuff and I, I miss all of it and seeing people do like podcasts and stuff like that I'm just like oh god I need to get out there and do stuff because I, I really loved like this is for you yeah, it's, it's literally social media mixed with talking yeah so I I need you to come on Big Name Bitches, which is love it. my newest podcast, and I, I, I'd love you to be on it. Please come and visit us. I again. would love okay. to. Yeah, you were showing okay. me pictures, and I was like, that looks so much fun. And so <laughs> speaking of goals, like, other than that, like, do you have other goals? Are there other, like, characters that you want to have fun with? Is there, like... Uh, or is I, it just like we don't know what we're getting from Trisha yeah, ever? I feel like that's just me in general. I don't know. I I love TikTok because you can do it from home. So yes. like I think I, that's why because that's how I found like you. Just like 
connecting with people on TikTok yeah. is, is different. It's weird. Because I like your, I like the YouTube videos, like the hiking ones, but like TikTok is so quick <laughs> and you just see and you're like, oh, this is so cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love, um, I love just doing TikToks. I love doing cosplays and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I really do love being a mom and yeah. I really do love, like we did this commercial with her. I really do love being on set with her, but I'm at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to be that pusher just because I wanted this. Yeah. You know, and she's a baby. So obviously you have to make the decisions for them. I was like, she did not choose this. I'm like, well, as a parent. Like, well, to like, be honest, if she, if you're doing it as her as a baby, she won't know the difference. Yeah, right? she's and and there's the they're really until, strict. Like they only yeah. do like like an, less than an hour of shooting like at a time. Like it's very very strict. And um, yeah, you won't know the difference, and you can obviously be very close by. Oh, I yeah. think the problem is like when it's like you get farther and farther away, and then there's longer and longer hours, and then like how yeah. are you supposed to still manage your career? With yeah, that other person. So technically, like something's gonna give. Yeah, I yeah. have like right now my my like it's just passive income. Like social yeah. media, like YouTube's gone down. TikTok is nothing, which is like yeah. Crazy. Why do we use it? It's <laughs> like the boyfriend that, like, why do we go back to it's him? It's true. I mean, it is. I mean, it's, it's cool because you get so many views on there, and you're just like, yeah. It blows my mind because I'm like, wow, there's like more views than I ever got on. Like, well, YouTube, and actually, but... let's talk about the communities. Yeah, the difference yes. in communities. Yeah. wild to me that based on what app you're using. So, like, obviously, we talked about Reddit being super, super snarky. Yeah, and also kind of like low key dangerous. It's very dangerous. They okay. can post everything and anything. And Twitter can be like that too. Right. Um, and, and, and But Twitter has, I think, a little bit more diversity, whereas I feel like Reddit is almost exclusively a very negative experience. I, I, yeah, I haven't seen, like, a positive Reddit. Never. Even people who are, like, fans of people, like, I feel like they tear people down. Like, they tear their own person down that they're, like, fans of. Like, it's very Yeah, weird, because yeah. it's almost like they're pandering to the platform. Yes. They're like, yeah, and that in, in so far as, like, then with Instagram... I remember seeing a lot of people, you know, obviously they're always pretty pictures, people living their best life, very aspirational. Oh, click here to shop. And it's like a marketplace. Totally. It has become that. Totally. Which yeah. is why you get good sponsor dollars for anything you're like doing with yeah. that. And then complicated with the reels. But what I'm saying is, is like that community was a lot more like aesthetically like, look at you. You look so great. Like you're living your best mm -hmm. life. And but then when we go over to TikTok. What do you think about TikTok? Do you think? It is for all the misfits in the world. Really? Wait, so like good or bad? Like how Great, you bad. Great, bad. Great, bad. I Great, like that. good, bad. Mm -hmm. Because everyone is like, like it really is still like, uh, so in 2020, every uh, everyone went nuts, right? And so everyone found TikTok mm -hmm. and we all found each other through TikTok. Yes. And that's why it was explosive and viral and it was so unique. Mm -hmm. And now those folks went back to work and like probably stopped using <laughs> right. TikTok. <laughs> right. The remainder of the people <laughs> are like, we love it here. They're like, we're here. We're all mad here. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Well, it's also good for like promoting, like when you put the podcast, like so many people put podcast clips. And that's why yes. I watch podcasts. I'm like, oh, what's this clip from? Or I just yes. watch the clips. But it no, is good for to sure. promote stuff. But like the monetization is crazy, which is like yeah. thinking like I see ads all the time. So I'm like, is TikTok just getting all this ad money and yeah. not paying its creators? Because YouTube pays 20 times what TikTok pays me. And I get like literally one like hundredth of the views on YouTube. Maybe I get a million views a month on YouTube, but on TikTok, it's like a hundred million views a month. Okay. So with YouTube, what are you, what are you generally doing uh, your, uh, your videos on? I post every day on my main channel. So you but you're vlogging? I like eat. <laughs> I do like mukbang. Oh yeah, you do mukbang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and we need to talk about ASMR. Oh yeah, ASMR. I have an okay. ASMR channel. Yeah, that one does really well. Surprisingly, there's a whole ASMR community. That girl, Reddit me. is. You like ASMR? Wow, I don't think I've ever met someone in real life that likes ASMR. I love it. But I'm here. I'm here. I'm wow. here. What's your tingles like? What do you get oh triggered by? Oh, okay, <laughs> wait. If you don't know, Serenity 
Do you know Serenity? Yes, yes, of course. Oh, yeah, it's like Serenity and so a bunch good. of numbers. And I found her, <clears throat> I want to say it was like 2021, and I was trying to put my kid to bed. As you know, it's yes. not fun. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, I was fucking tired, and my kid's tired, but we're not falling asleep. And I'm like, how do I just wind her down? Like, And so I was, of course, I guess being a bad mom, and I was looking at, t- at TikTok while I'm trying to put her down, or like something's going on. And then somehow... I, I, I find Serenity's ASMR and she's like doing all these like tingle, tickle, tick, tingles yeah. and like tip tapping. And she it. does, she did like a little fishy thing and like where she does the fishbowl. Yeah. Are she, are you in the fishbowl? Yes. Yeah. So she puts mm-hmm. you in the fishbowl. I love that one. And my little yeah. girls like love Little Mermaid and love. And so <laughs> they were like, oh my God, you know, and I was like, and then, and then they really quieted down. Yeah. And then they went to bed and I was like, well, I'm using this again. Yeah. And so for me too, it was this really beautiful sensorial experience. My husband thought it was kinky. Yeah, a lot of people it, do, yeah. It, it's not related to mm. anything to my family. But, like, he was like, I don't get it. And I think that this is a little odd. And I was like, no, you just aren't of the people. Yeah. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, you have to have the sensory. Other, It's not. Because, honestly, it's not. My my fan, my audience, like, the, when you go look at the demographics, it's, like, 95% female. Like, it's a very heavily female. Young, like, 18 to 24. So, yeah, I don't – it's definitely not – I work on like the adult side of things too with OnlyFans and it's it, it's two totally different things. So when I try to put ASMR on OnlyFans, people are like, this is weird. They don't like it. <laughs> so I don't know where they thought, even if I'm trying to do something sexual, like, they don't like it. So I don't know where, maybe a few people, but that's to say about anything. Maybe people get off to this, you know, like who knows what people get off to. Yeah, but it's not no, no, no. inherently for ASMR. I love talking to you. Oh, they, I know we talked so much. Now. I feel like I when the camera started getting nervous, but when we were talking before, I was like, no, oh, I'm, I'm, like I'm like, I don't even care <laughs> yeah, that they're yeah. here. I no, love. We, I love talking about you because we're talking about Broadway. Oh yeah, we can talk about, about and Broadway. guest on and I was yeah. like it's Danielle's when you're a son and you're like no that was Annalise's guest on and I was like I had to come on the podcast and ask her because I love Danielle <laughs> every podcast I do I have to mention Danny Asman he I go to every one of his shows and he that I is a bit of a little, kink yeah <laughs> That's you, a being, oh. you being in there. Oh, I know. And I think <laughs> she he, goes, girl. No, yeah. Because he, he definitely recognizes me. I just don't know if he's ever like that excited. He's very nice. He's the most nicest person I've ever met. But yeah, I feel is. like he thinks it's a little weird maybe because I've really been so adamant. And he's very Mormon and I'm very OnlyFans. And he's very like, <laughs> I think at the times he's like, I don't know. But he, yeah. Anyways. He's like, calm down, Trisha. Yeah. It's just that. me, Donnie. I know. He's great. <laughs> he should be guest on again. And you could be, because you were saying the guest sounds are older. Wait, I know that you love him, but he's, I feel like he's a little bit old. Annalise no. and I were talking about it and if I show you a picture, I was literally like 19 when I did Bell and my beast was uh, 42, no. 43. Yeah. Was yeah, he a Broadway act? Like was he Yeah, known? yeah, he was the beast and then he was Annalise's beast. Oh. And we talked about how on my last um my last uh, performance, he kisses me, right? And he jammed his tongue down my throat and oh I was like gosh. holy crap and now and then I, I told her about it and I was like I think that was wrong she's like yeah that was wrong and I was like all this stuff you that didn't happens, know it was gonna happen no no not at all he was just he thought he was being cheeky but like when you think um, about it I see the pictures and I'm like a baby yeah 19 is as a baby yeah. and I was even <laughs> in my head I was a baby and I was just like wow okay yeah. it's theater people get crazy people get weird no so wait a minute I didn't it. know you had an OF yeah. Oh, really? No, I, I'm dumb. Oh. I didn't. I didn't do enough. Research <laughs> I usually don't talk about it because when we're talking about social media, I keep it yeah. only on Twitter. I don't like post anywhere. Well, one, you'll I heard get that Twitter is Twitter. You post full on porn if you want. I heard about mm-hmm. that. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. No, so I do. Um, that's kind of just like that's like the main income. That's again, yeah. 2020 came, and I was just like, well, this is you know. So I did it for like 
six months. But now I've been able to monetize it for the past three years. I don't do anything new since I've gotten married and met my husband. But Well, I imagine. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Even if you did want it, it was your choice. Yeah, I post, like, yeah. nudes or something, but I don't do, like, yeah. full on. I was doing, like, hardcore ones. Like, there was a year when I was, like, 32 where I was like, I think I want to be a porn star. And so I tried for, like three or four months of like hardcoreness and I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, that's so crazy. cool. I was gonna say that's yeah. so cool. No, but like, I always thought that that's that, great. I still think that too because I'm not that person, but I always want to be that person. So I yeah. was like, ooh, porn stars. Like I always thought porn stars were so glamorous. I loved Howard Stern when I was a kid too. I love Disney Channel, yeah. but I also loved Howard Stern. And I used to watch him all the time on E and they would show like nudity after midnight and I always thought, oh I want to be one of those porn star girls. But yeah. I was always back to social media, I, I think I tried. I think when I was 18 I was like, I'm gonna be a porn star, but like nobody wanted me. Even though there's like a fetish for fat people, I wasn't fat enough back then to do <laughs> that. It. And so I wasn't skinny enough either. So nobody wanted me for like, porn. I wasn't doing meth. And yeah, so exactly. I was like, <laughs> not yet. Not at that point. Um, so oh. when I, when it was like only fans, you could do your own porn. And I was like, finally, it's like, it's like the YouTube too. It's like, I never had an agent. Nobody wanted to cast me for anything. And you could just put yourself in your own roles. No, you know, exactly. So only fans, you could just put yourself in your own porn. And it did really well. And then for like yeah. four months and then I met my husband and I was like, okay, I guess did you I meet him retire. doing one of the videos? No, no. Okay, I, okay. Actually, How'd you meet him? I met him. Um, his sister had a podcast and his sister, uh, uh, on, on their podcast, they had like a dating show. He was supposed to apply, but he didn't. And then the pandemic happened. He sent me a DM like two days before, and then we like quarantined together. You need to do a sexy podcast. Oh yeah, well <laughs> you do. You need to do a sexy like podcast. new, like no, 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 no. Just like it's like. Do you remember like they would have these? Like I remember I watched when I was younger. Yeah, because <laughs> I was like, oh my god, it was on like public, like the public station. Um, and I grew up um, in the East Coast, and it was this lady like named Cherry or something. And, and she would be very sexy. She'd be in lingerie, but it wasn't like scandalous lingerie. Yeah. And she was not filling it out. Like she was not oh. like boost. She wasn't busty. She right. wasn't like good. Like it was, but it's cool. Cause it was kind of like very seventies. Yeah. And it was very grainy. Oh. And it was very, it was very strangely sexy. I don't know what it was. Who, it was it anyone, it was just a girl named Cherry. Just like it was a local a, girl. Cherry. And then she would have porn stars on and she would talk about sex. And she, it was very, I need to find this for you because I think that this would be really great for you. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird because I used to be so very open and now becoming a mom, I feel like embarrassed to even say like my husband and I have sex. Like I get like, <laughs> and I used to be very open. I'd be like, I had sex with a whole baseball But team. you don't necessarily have to talk about your sex life. Asking you talk people. to other people. Yeah. Because it seems to me that like, you have a really deep respect for this community. Mm -hmm. And like, if that's a part of you, I feel like what, what I've found too, as like being a mom is like, you still want to honor like who you are as a, as a woman, right. right? It's like, that can't go away. If that goes away, it's like, you're a fucking shell. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Right? And it's like one thing to play like these characters and have fun with things, but then it's like who you really are. It's like if you have an interest in that, that's okay. Yeah. That's really good. I don't know. I think that that would be so cool. Look at me. I'm like, <laughs> Come I'm hustling right now. I'm I love like, it. We gotta get into a sexy <laughs> podcast. It's just not super monetizable. Yeah. You know, you can't you can't advertise it anywhere, like even YouTube. Wait, so like, OF, you don't think OF would do a podcast? Because I knew, and we can monetize the shit out of it. Interesting. <laughs> will you be on it? Yeah. <laughs> Come on with your lingerie. I did. You could also talk to people about like nude scenes. Like I did a nude you scene. You did? I Where? Did. When? Girl, Topless? Full nude? nude? Full nude. I did a full wow. nude. Are you like, do you not care about nudity? Are you like, whatever, it's just nudity. At the time, I didn't. At the time, I didn't. Yeah. I was also like so, the only thing that I would have changed, honestly, is yeah. that I was so fucking skinny. Oh, I was, really? Yeah, I was Wait, why a, would you change that? That's always in, I feel. <clears throat> no, because I, I, I really love, 
I don't like that. Really? Yeah. yeah. The older I get, the more I'm like, no, it's not hot. And now it's back to that. Everyone wants to be. I love yeah, skinny. I'm that. obsessed yeah? with skinny because I've never oh. been skinny. So when I see, especially I I, you body. on Disney Channel, you were so thin. And I just was like, oh, my God, I wish I could be like that. And my mom yeah, would I be like, that. and, you know, it was diet culture back then. Everyone yeah. was doing trim spot and those wow chips. And I was like, oh, and now it's like Ozempic, right? Ozempic. And if but I then you lose your booty. Wait, really? Yeah. I have a BBL, so. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it just because, like, personal preference, you don't like the way you look? Um, I, fuck, I think I like to eat, like, a lot. I really like to eat. Like, I'm an Italian girl. Right. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, so Romano. When you that, did you just have, oh, yeah, that didn't that. <laughs> were you just not, um, did you have to, like, restrict, like, or were you just naturally thin? And I then, was naturally thin. Yeah. I was. It yeah. was bad. I was called AAA, and I'm then like, I got titties. Really? And then I wasn't AAA anymore, but it was like always in my head Same. because no, for real, it's like I really wanted to be mm. on like Maxim and FHM and they would never have me and wow. I just never felt sexy enough. And then eventually, like I just had, I wouldn't say eating disorder, but I was just like really malnourished and like mm. I was drinking and partying in LA and like I was just like in a bad way. Yeah. And so finally, like I stopped drinking when I got pregnant and then I've never looked back and I'm sober. And so it's just for me, that was really fucking cool because- yeah. I earned all those pounds and like I was like I never want these to go away and if they do go away it's just happenstance it's my metabolism right and it's slowing down as I get older and that's just what it is yeah but I don't know it's like my husband lost a bunch of weight and I was like that's great for you like you're like former military and you need that for your you know your testosterone and mm -hmm. like all your shit but like I hope you're not thinking that like I'm gonna change like I'm not gonna start working yeah. out okay <laughs> oh you don't work out you don't know do I don't that. work out <laughs> I like to eat but the only thing honestly you're the only lucky you're so lucky I'm sorry I, like this no I mean I eat like a piece of pizza and I'm like oh I like gained 20 pounds and it's true but you're so hot I'm sorry uh, I think you're really hot thanks I mean I gained I gained a lot I've gained a lot since meeting my husband and maybe like 40 but he pounds. probably loves every every part of if he, he doesn't I will fucking no he him. definitely does but you know you never know if your husband's just saying that to be nice he's like I love it don't get skinny because yeah. I always will see like a skinny girl I'm, like, I'm gonna be that skinny he's like no don't I don't no, like that blah, blah, so but I, I don't know if that's true you know but the other I, the other <laughs> thing about body positivity too is that like thin people look there's no bad bodies so right. like so like for me like I have I have I have a girl I have a daughter Who's on the gonna probably be on the shorter side unless she has a growth spurt, and then one that's like really tall, and she's looking like I did, like where she's gonna have a fast metabolism kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, I don't want either one of these girls if they have different bodies for them to either think like, oh, let me compare myself with my sister. I mean, they would fucking kill me. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, because I have a sister too, and she was always way thinner, and it's just oh, awful because she'll always be the pretty one because she's skinny. That's not happening. I just it, it does suck. It does suck, and there's yeah. just nothing you can do. And my mom was so great about it. It's not like you know, she restricted me in any way and stuff like that, but it does suck. You're just yeah. like, because you will always compare. And I still always compare. I'm like, she's the little one. She's the pretty one. And and, and that's just the way society is. And it's a, it's annoying. It's just everyone's fat phobic and that's yeah. just what it is. So yeah. we had a, we had a creator <laughs> on BNB, Samira, she's on TikTok and I'd love for you to follow her. She's very interesting because she talks about fat phobia a lot in poetry, but also like singing and mm -hmm. like all sorts of fun stuff. And she just talks about, she says that fat word. I'm like, I can't even say it. Dude. Yeah. She's like, fat is not a bad word. And like, I'm reclaiming fat. And I'm like, I'm so uncomfortable. Like, I know. I know. <laughs> I, I, I try to be that way too. I have a song called like Fat Chicks. I'm like, it's not, it doesn't hurt, but it always hurts. Like, See, it so never you have songs hurts. and music videos and yeah, all of that. Yeah, I try to be body positive because that's just yeah. what I'm dealt with. But it's, it's. But, but are you going to continue to make music? Is it, Do you want to try to do theater? <sighs> oh, I would love all of it. Okay. Well, okay. I did music. I've done like 70 music videos, but yes. I self-funded them. So I was spent probably $10 million on music videos. So oh I. 
god, girl. I, that's why I went broke and had to do OnlyFans because <laughs> I was spending all my money on music videos and I did so many. I did like suddenly Seymour covers. I played all the parts. I love it. I love it so much. Um, it's expensive. So unless I get like a record deal or Dude, something. you know who else is like that? Todrick Hall. He spends yeah. a lot of his, I don't know anything about his financials, but I know that he's mentioned it in the past mm -hmm. where he's like, I put so much of my money into yes. my career. And that's the privilege that like folks that work for a big network get, but it's yeah. like, but you, but again, there's a really big drawback to having to work for a studio. What's the, what do you think is like the biggest drawback? The studio. Really? <laughs> like you did music videos with them. So they're funding yeah. all these videos. You get to be a pop star. Yeah, like, but you don't really, okay. So for example, like when I was, uh, when I was doing music videos with Disney, I did a, a, a video called Dive In and like they handed me like two guitars that were probably sponsored guitars and it was Daisy Rock guitars. I don't even know if they're still in business, but they handed me the guitars. I'm like, I don't play guitar. And they're like, no, 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 no. You just, just play it. Just play it. And so I felt, I was very, and, and like, granted, I wanted to be like Cheryl Crowey and stuff. So I was like, okay, so this is kind of on brand. But it was extremely inauthentic from like the jump. So you need you either needed to do what they told you to do, and that was just that's like that that's scratching the surface of right. all that, right? I didn't really even go full into the music world, which is just you stopped crazy. Yeah, it's weird. Okay, so I had a record deal with Atlantic, mm -hmm. and then the dude who signed me, named Jason Flom, got like fired or something. It was very weird. And they had already signed my short deal. There's a short contract when they sign you and a long contract. And it takes like months to figure out the long contract. I think probably it's probably even different now. But the short contract, once you sign it, if they let you go, they choose not to exercise that option. They have to pay you out. So they did have to pay me out of my contract, which was not much, but a couple hundred thousand for me at the time wow, was yeah. a lot. That's a lot. It was, it was <laughs> yeah, a, it's lot. a lot now. <laughs> I'll take it. Lot, yeah. And so I could have made a music video. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> Literally one uh, music video. <laughs> for real, YouTube yeah. was probably just, I, I, like when I look back at it, like I do kind of wish that I would have started, um, I would have taken some of those rejections as like, uh, like this is a positive and mm -hmm. I'm going to like be more empowered by it. Yeah. And so that's why I always have so much respect for folks like you who like, didn't listen to anybody else and just like guided themselves through this whole process. So let me ask you this, if you looked back, mm -hmm. Is there anything that you would do differently? <laughs> I mean, yes, everything. <laughs> I For mean, real? Yeah, For real? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think everything. I think I was like, you know, I trolled a lot, which is, you know, was problem it's problematic now. Uh, probably problematic back then too. First of all, <laughs> I don't know that side of you. Yeah. And I want to be very clear about that. I only know the Trisha <laughs> now. And so yeah. people change and people become moms and yeah. people live their lives. And yeah. I mean, look, here's the thing. I feel like if you're not like a horrible person, you can come back. Like I definitely had did my trolling era. You know what the sh the fucked up thing is about <laughs> Hollywood is that the people like Jared Leto are who are canceled for reasons oh who are literally cult leaders are like still it yes, we're like at <gasps> can and like they're like still like killing it. And oh my gosh. it's like people have very short memories for folks that like have done like really probably horrible, horrible things. Yeah, you look at like Mel Gibson and uh, Mark yeah. Wahlberg and they're like making, well they make movies together I guess. They're like, well we're both canceled so we'll make movies together. I can't <laughs> keep up girl. Yeah. So I'm sorry, you were saying that if you would do anything differently, yeah, I mean, you'd be kinder essentially or what? Yeah, I don't know if I was mean. I was definitely yeah. like trolley vibes and stuff like that where Whereas, like, I was just, like, always, like, playing this character. And I don't think I was me. I think oh, was so you I were said. playing a character. I like to think so. I mean, okay. it was me. But I think I'd like to do stuff for, like, shock value and stuff like that. I was yeah. also on a lot of drugs and stuff like that. So I thought this would be a good idea. <laughs> drugs is but, drugs. But, yeah. But I would take, <laughs> like, when I first started, I would take bits from, like, Andy Kaufman. So I would say a lot of stuff like, you know, women are, like, inferior to men. Men are superior. You know, stuff yeah. like that. And it was yeah. straight up from him. Like, stuff he would say, like, men. Like, oh, but they, the nobody kitchen. could tell that. Nobody could tell. And I took the exact bit. But now it just looks like I'm saying, you know, women are less. And, you know, now there's a there's someone on TikTok now that's 
does that same sort. I don't know if she actually believes it. To yeah. me, I like to think she's just trolling. You know, all these people who say that kind of stuff. But yeah. um, but it's it's problematic. When I see people doing it now, I'm like, oh, don't do this because it's gonna just like even now I still get videos from like 15, 10 years ago, and people just like, well, she did this 10 years ago, and I yeah. get it. Like yeah. it's you know, and there's been other stuff, whatever, and I yeah. get it. Um, but again, yeah. I don't know these things. I yeah, just know it's good you. you should give a disclaimer. Any guess you have that somewhat cancelable. Be like, I don't really know this person outside of TikTok, but I think for the most part, people see like I'm like you know not a I'm not a bad person. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's like, good to know. And even when I trolled, I like, but the thing is, is like people then take that and think, oh, she's trolling this, whatever. But uh, I I didn't. I necessarily wasn't mean to people or groups. Really, I never oh, was like, a hateful person. Okay, good. I mean, I guess I was like a secret hater, but I never was like vocally hating. I'm anybody. a secret hater. There's plenty of people yeah, I secretly hate. Secret hate. <laughs> Do you really? Do you hate watch people? <laughs> Girl, if I secretly hated somebody, it was probably I had to watch them because they were getting famous. And I was like, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> was it like social media or like acting people? Oh, it was like people I would have worked with, you know, uh, and I was also like drinking and not happy. And it was right. like, look at them. They're doing so yes. well. But that's a key point to say because if you're, yeah. you said you were drinking and happy, and that's me too. I was so bitter and jealous of anyone that had like friends or a significant other. Like I never lived with anyone before I met my husband when I was like 32. So I never had like a serious boyfriend. So I'd see people and I'd be so jealous if they were skinny, if they had a boyfriend, if they had friends, I'd be so jealous. And I was such a hater. And I was like, they're not even talented. They, they're ugly. I'd find something to like pick at them. And I never would comment. I never get the people commenting because like that's weird. But um, I would be like a silent hater. But it's always when I'm miserable. Like now I like when I see people I don't like, like I literally couldn't care less. I'm like, whatever. But, but do um, you like now, do you find being as a mom, do you like try to find the good in people now more. Maybe you don't even realize it, but like subconsciously you're like, I don't want the world to be shit anymore. Always. I have a child in it. Yeah. And like, you just kind of are on like, on alert to like make it a safer place. Yeah, okay. totally. I feel like that's a that's a big thing. Um, yeah. I think anyone would say that too because when you have a child, you're like, because people say, I'm not gonna have kids in this world. It's such a bad, which I totally agree with. Like the world is crazy, but I feel like it could change with them. You know, I feel like even this of generation. Of right. We've been through, this is the thing is like, I'm not saying that the world is, in, is in a crazy fucking place. We know more than anybody because we have little lives that mm -hmm. are running around outside of our bodies. But it's like, this world has been around for a very, very long time and like we've adapted to so many things that, and, and not to mention like you can make money off of adapting mm -hmm. and you can create things. Yeah. We're extremely creative. Yeah. Species. I think that's a, I think that's a big thing. I think everyone is like this woke culture. I think it's kind of good, right? Because people are evolving and not like hurt. Like you were saying, like the, like the you're beast. like, you're probably more woke now than you've ever been. Yeah, right? of, course. of course. And I think it's like not, too bad. I mean, sometimes it takes far if, like, you know, there's jokes being canceled, whatever. But, like, yeah, yeah. I think, like, you're saying, like, the bee shoving is tongue down your throat. Like, it was totally acceptable back then. And was, almost like, like, oh, okay. Like, I, I didn't even mention it. That's how yeah. crazy. That's how right. systemic or whatever. Like, I don't even know the words. But, like, yeah. Your condition that shit lived in me. Yeah. And I always thought, like, with auditions, oh my God, I was, like, sleeping with everyone for auditions. And, like, maybe I'll get yeah. the part because, like, that's just what you're, like, told. And yeah. I didn't even think of it as a problem. Like, whatever, did you, you get know? the part when you. No, never been on anything in my that's life. That's what but. I'm trying to say. <laughs> it's like, uh, no, for real. I've definitely slept with, like, a director or yeah. this or that and I was like oh this is like the way this is the way yeah and it <laughs> I'm surprised because you're actually like, no. good too. Oh, I'm thank you. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. That's the thing is like, yeah. you know, you watch like the idol. Did you see that? Uh, I love the idol. Do you love I know the everyone idol? hates it right now. You're like, no, <laughs> this is my brand. Oh, I live for it. I am obsessed. I love Lily Rose. I think she's like she's also really the pretty. sweetest. And she's very skinny. <laughs> I know. I have a really obsession with skinny girls because I'm not skinny. So I think like skinny girls, I'm just like, you're so beautiful. Oh, I God. like bigger girls too because obviously I'm bigger. So I have a lot yeah. of like idols. But um, yeah. who, are who are your idols? Who are your idols? 
I mean, it's the traditional, like, I love Anna Nicole. I love Pamela Anderson. I love, like, Anna Nicole was Didn't my favorite. did you dress favorite. up as, like, Marilyn? Or who was it? Yeah, Marilyn I, I loved. I loved your cosplay. I did a, yeah, I did a Valentine's Day shoot with my husband and, like, yeah. Marilyn. And I loved Anna, though, because she was a bigger girl on TV when I was young. You know, I was so obsessed. And then when she lost the weight, then I was like, I got to lose the weight, too. But <laughs> I just thought she was so beautiful. Even when she was bigger, I thought it was great. So I, I like I like her. I like the curviness of her. I like Pam. I love all those, like, bombshells, you know? Yeah. Um, you are. You are a bombshell. I don't know now. I mean, I love Lily Rose. I don't Honestly, like I feel like if you weren't as beautiful as you were, people wouldn't hate you as much. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know if that's true. <laughs> Every comment is like, "You look like a beast." I'm like, "Okay, damn. yeah." Do you do you ever look at uh, Drew Afualo? Yeah, do you know her stuff. How yes, she just like yes. calls people out left and right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's she's. Uh, I've I had I've it. had her on Vulnerable. Yeah, and it was really cool to, because she actually knows a lot about feminism and she knows so much about stuff. And I, you wouldn't know that because when you look at someone's content, you just think that's who they are. They're like smart, funny, fast, you know, pretty, whatever the fuck. Yeah, and like, and there's there's a fucking person behind the content yeah and so i do think that um you know i think whatever like do you think when you make content moving forward now that you're approaching it more authentically to show people who you really are and is that a risk yeah i i feel like that's all my content is because i don't like i don't i don't know I, I think that's all i can do yeah, yeah um and i and i like love it and i feel like i've always been like somewhat authentic and like the trolls here and there i thought were like obvious trolls right yeah. like and I, I would say i was republican voting for mitt romney i thought that was very obvious that i was trolling because like i know nothing about politics <laughs> and i thought that was obvious but i was on like larry king and young turks and they were like look at this stupid girl and i was like leaning into that so <laughs> i think now it's just so much easier to be like authentic and if that means being boring it's boring but like i i love it i'm just trying to figure out where to go especially now being a mom because I'm just like okay yeah. what's my next thing like, I don't want to be a mommy vlogger sexy podcast with Podco <sighs> I love it oh. you'll see, it's coming well, out they'll, soon they'll, they definitely will get sponsors for it but we I will mean, get don't you worry okay. about that okay yeah I, I'll I, do it I stand you Trisha <laughs> I, I oh, do, thank, thank you for coming and bringing your you. real your authenticity and your your, your hot momness and thank you Thank it's you. been so much fun. And I thank you for it. coming and looking yeah. like KP. Just oh, remember, yeah. <laughs> you can do anything, folks. Thank you, Trisha, for Yay. coming on Vulnerable. Thanks so much for checking out this episode of the Vulnerable Podcast. For clips of this episode, go ahead and check out the Podco YouTube channel. Links in the description. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. 
Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.